welcome to season six of the Shock Your Potential podcast. I'm your host, Michael Sherlock. This year, we have something completely new for you. As we launch our new career coaching community, we will be sharing excerpts from our weekly live sessions of The Enlightened Workplace. The Enlightened Workplace is a work environment where all team members are committed to personal and professional development and who have a commitment to serve the company mission and the vision to the highest standards. Creating an enlightened workplace starts with enlightened employees and enlightened leaders. It may not be easy, but it is definitely worth the effort. Listen in to another excerpt that will shock your potential and guide your path towards an enlightened workplace. And then I also have a page where uh, a part of our community, like this virtual water cooler that I share just with my executive team, my dream team, and I share my things that I'm doing that day. They share theirs. And then that's where we also read and review and comment on, on things that we need from each other. So this is these are the things that I do before anything else is done in my day. And it takes me typically about 25 to 35 minutes at the start of every one of my days. Now, I have a lot more. You probably don't need that long, but 20 to 25 minutes of my time or even 35 is the most effective time of my day to get myself ready to really do some amazing things during the workday. So tip number two, then, is part of this process after your mental focus, your, your meditation, whatever, is to review your previous day. So you saw my examples where I review what I did the day before. I review my to-do list for today. I adjust because sometimes I'll forget uh, like today, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I have a weighted hula hoop, and I want to do 30 minutes of my weighted hula hoop, which I do in 10-minute segments. You might say, Michael, why is that on your business to-do list? Well, number one, I use it to break up time, because if I'm so invested in a project that I start to get a little worn out, it's much easier for me to get distracted on something that's not important. When I finish one segment of my day and I say, okay, now I'm going to go for 10 minutes, I'm going to do my weighted hula hoop. It's actually part of a mental break and focus, but I have a time on it. I have a time limit for it. And then that's part of how I actually get realigned to come back in. So reviewing your previous day lets you, number one, say, look what I got done. What didn't I get done? What's most important for today, which we're going to talk about the urgencies and the orders of these things in a little bit. But by reviewing your day before, you never then have that moment of what happened yesterday? If you're not looking at your to-do list, what got crossed off, what didn't get crossed off, and asking yourself, based on that list, what needs to be priority one today, then you're going to stay in the same cycle. So tip number three follows along with that. Understand what is urgent and important and what's not. Everything has some level of importance, but not everything has the same level of urgency. So if it's something that has to be done on this day, if by doing the review process, you will say, I cannot do anything else until this is done. Case in point, we have, um, we have a client that we take care of all these reviews on uh, their customer reviews on like OpenTable and DoorDash and different um, platforms where people have either eaten in their restaurants or they've ordered their food to go. This is a really important part of our job. The last couple months, we've had both one person out and now two people out that do this, uh, two of four people that do this part of our process, this, this customer um, uh, client um, uh, business uh, contract that we have with them. So is it urgent and important to do it every day? 
Yes. Does it always take precedence over other things? No. So how do you make the decisions? And do you just say, oh, I'm going to do only that and nothing else? Or do you take breaks and find ways to, uh, to find the, uh, the balance in how you have to uh, function in other areas of your job? So those questions of urgency and important change. So my goal when we had four people help being able to help work on this project was I wanted those reviews done by the time I started my day here in the US, but that doesn't always work that way when we are missing two people. So how do we decide what's urgent and important? Well, what's really important here is communication with your team. Because sometimes people will say to me, Michael, I had to get that done. And I'll say, but what about this that had to be done by this time? Let's, let's make decisions that are smart for the business, not just because we panic. And more communication is always better because sometimes we can find out that maybe one of those other things we thought was so important that pushes something else really wasn't that time sensitive. So the ability to communicate with others and communicate our, with ourselves allows us to make decisions in our days that affect business. So tip number four though, is to avoid also those distractions and those disruptions as well as rabbit holes. So rabbit holes are when you're walking along, you don't see that one and you fall into it and then you don't know how to get out of it. And when you get into that rabbit hole, um, you can go around so much that sometimes you forget to get back out and continue on your journey. So rabbit holes happen a lot of different ways. For instance, a rabbit hole in Kenya could be, oh my gosh, all of a sudden, everything, all our power went out. And you're like, well, Michael, how's that a rabbit hole? I mean, it just happens. Well, it's still a rabbit hole if you haven't planned for what to do in case there is one. Let me give you an example. If you know there's going to be a planned outage, do you just say, oh, I can't work that day? Or if you're working remotely, or do you say, hmm, I know we might have a planned outage. How am I going to continue to do my job? Or I have an outage that was completely unplanned. What's my backup? How can I do this? Is the backup always just to wait till it comes back on and then uh, you know, try and work throughout the night? Or are there things that you can do without power right then that will help you be able to get back in, uh, in motion? The, my favorite uh, poem for you, and I, I won't remember this exactly, and I think it's called, I think it's called uh, Life in Five Chapters. So it goes something like this. Chapter one. I'm walking down the sidewalk. There's a big hole in the sidewalk. I fall in. It's not my fault. It takes me a long time to get out. Chapter two, I'm walking down the sidewalk. There's a big hole in the sidewalk. I see the hole. I fall in. It's still not my fault. It still takes me a long time to get out. Chapter three, I'm walking down the sidewalk. I see the hole in the sidewalk. I still fall in the, the, the hole. It is my fault. It doesn't take me too long to get out of the hole. Chapter four, I'm walking down the sidewalk. I see the hole in the sidewalk. I recognize the hole in the sidewalk. I walk around the hole in the sidewalk. Chapter five, I turn down another street. Just think about that for a moment. How many things do we do over and over again and say, it's not my fault, I got distracted. 
it's not my fault. I didn't know what to do when, you know, my kids came home early or uh, I have to go to the soccer game or I have to go to a doctor's appointment. Those things can be distractions and rabbit holes that you can plan for and you can work with. But the key is knowing how to incorporate that in your day so you don't just say, my entire day is now lost. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Shock Your Potential podcast. If today's episode sparks your interest for more, hop over to our Shock Your Potential website and learn more about our enlightened workplace community today. Simply go to shockyourpotential.com.